Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, October the 8th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Yud, Chet, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, Creative light, all spark of creation, the connection of one who lassos time and the one that connects heaven and earth, seeing around corners to our original intent. Now, this morning as I was meditating on the uh, declaration, I was uh, just contemplating a lot of the different perspectives that are going on here. Yud is a beautiful letter in the fact that it talks about creation. Chet is a beautiful letter in the place that it talks about uh, not only that place of protection, I call it a secret place letter, but also the place of, of union, the place of, of intimacy, the place of covenant. And it's, 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 it's also even deeper than that because to me, I believe that Chet actually is a door and a portal through which Gimel can also walk back and forth through. I know we always talk about the Gimel Dalet connection, but I also have seen, uh, I've seen actually this place in an encounter one time where I saw Gimel ascending and descending down a set of stairs, but the, the portal that it was passing through was Chet. And so, you know, I'm actually, actually I even made a little picture of it. Today's going to be one of those days where if you guys are okay with this, I'm just going to kind of talk about what I believe that Yahweh is, is saying here, but I'm just going to be kind of real. Be kind of raw in in all of this because when i think about creative light and the all spark of creation i begin to think about something really simple an idea you know so many times we have ideas that come to our mind and our heart and we we almost excuse them away because we think that well that that idea just came from me that couldn't have been from holy ghost but yet there's something inside of us that's like I don't know, this idea is a little bit more than than I normally get. And of course, there's a piece with it because that idea, you know, many times will be one that's like, you know, hey, uh, th there's nothing wrong with this. You know, there are times that we have ideas, don't get me wrong, where it's like, wait a minute, you know, we know that this is part of our flesh that's crying out. And and uh, we know that there's something inside of our spirit that says, no, that's not the right path to go down. But there's a lot of times that we have come up with a really, really good idea and then immediately disqualify ourselves from what we think is right. And the truth is, is that it's an all spark of creation. It may not be that initial idea may not always be the very thing that we think it may become. When we begin to think about it, it actually may grow and develop into something that's far beyond our initial picture. Now, I know a lot of times you guys have heard me talk about, and uh, I've talked about a lot in the School of the Living Letters, as well as the Living Letter Mentor series, how there are times when Yahweh begins to speak a word to us. And the first thing that we do is we, we figure out how he can do it. And so we create this path, we create this idea, and we create this vision of what we think that Yahweh is going to do in order to accomplish this goal, because we can see the connections of how things may or may not happen. But remember, you know, even the very things that Yahweh gives us like that, that 
There is a scripture that always screams inside of my head when I begin to think along those lines. The fact that Yahweh says I am able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or think. And I begin to realize, wait a minute, there's there's so much more here than I can I can even imagine. And yet I've I've created this pathway where Yahweh almost has to follow. Because in doing so, then I know it's him, because that's the way that I saw it happen. But is that always right? No. I've learned, and I'm still learning, how to how to not put a picture on what Yahweh has said. Just meditate. Just grab a hold of that word. Allow that creative light, that all spark of connection, to really begin the connection of one who lassos time and connects heaven and earth. Now you're like, wait a minute. Well, you know, one of the things that we've talked about with Yud talks about this place where it is able to traverse the universe in a micro instant. Oracle Teresa Bowen at uh, Gates of Zion is is that's something that was out of her spirit, out of her heart. So in, in other words, it talks about this place of really the creative light that is is beyond time because it, it's not it's not held by distance. And as a result, it's not held by time. Hence the reason why Einstein called it space time. The two are intricately connected together. So in that place, then if this creative light is able to traverse the universe in a micro instant, then it's also able to pass through and not be bound by time. But now, when we talk about lassoing time, we talk about it from a little bit different of a perspective. Because in a sense, we're our 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 physical, our person, who we are as as humans, who we are as as not as spiritual beings, but as as, as humans, we see this place of time. We, we, we have to operate in this place of time. And I remember when Yahweh first began to talk to me about time, I used to think and, and would say that time doesn't exist. Time does exist. And time does exist for a purpose. And the purpose that time exists is that place of maturity, that place of growth, that, that place of becoming. But the thing about it is there are two things that operate simultaneously. It is... It was, and it is to come. Really, that's three things. It is, it was, and it is to come. So in other words, I can stand in that place of knowing that Yahweh has already completed all that he needs to do. There may be a process that I have to walk out in order to see what my my physical mind says is the fruition. But does that mean that the fruition is not there? Does that mean that the fullness is not already present? Hmm, another way of thinking about it, isn't it? When we begin to see, wait a minute, if the fullness is already there, that means I can begin to operate as if it's already done. Boy, isn't this sounding an awful lot like faith? You know, when we talk about faith and and as we as we're as we're operating in this place of the the fact that it's already completed, even though we may not see in the physical sense the full manifestation of it. Huh. Well, when we talk about lassoing time. We're talking about this place of really standing in him because as Yahweh is beyond time and yet in time at the same time, we are beyond time and in time at the same time. So what, what we can do is we can stand in the now. See, the only, the only moment that matters, the only time that really, really matters 
is the moment of right now. It's the place of where I am right now. Yahweh, what is your word for me today? What is your word for me right at this moment? What is it that you want me to speak at this moment? What is it that you want me to respond to? Or how do you want me to respond to this? Yahweh, what do I see? How do I see it? So that as I, as I, as I add to, as our, or as I speak your word, and I begin to speak on my own, especially if you give me the opportunity to say, hey, I want to hear what your part of this is, then what do I see? How do I see it so that I can speak the fullness of what it is that you're seeing? And then adding the part that you have made me to be in the midst of all of that. Because as I speak in the moment of now, as I declare in the moment of now, then really I am setting up the future. I am setting up the things that are that are uh, in the in the future, and really even some and many times pulling things from the past and bringing them into the now, pulling things from the future and bringing them into the now, because I'm declaring them right at that moment. My words have the ability to create. Your words have the ability to create. You see, it's in this place that we're able to see around corners, and it's in this place that we really become the fullness of the connection of heaven and earth. Vav stands between heaven and earth. We look into the heavenlies and we begin to see the fullness of what Yahweh has promised with our feet firm on the earth as we declare into the earth and we speak to the earth and it begins to respond. It begins to, to create heaven and earth and the, and the earth is groaning for the revelation of the sons of Yahweh. This is what we've been always been meant to be, to look into the heavenlies, to, to come up here and see from this heavenly place and then establish it on the earth. Yahweh set us up for this purpose. The living letter Vav proves that. And in doing so, we see around corners because the words that we speak, the words that we say will fulfill and we will really, the words that we speak will become our future. So we know what's around the corner because we spoke what was around the corner. This is going back to our original intent, the beginning of all. Thank you.